Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us here, Stephen Watson from WISN 12 here in Milwaukee. Joining us uh, inside our Bear Sunroom studio. How you been, man? I'm doing very well. Thanks so, for having me on. Um, big, there's, there's like a choice of games and you and I are sitting here talking. Obviously, everybody's going to be paying attention to what Wisconsin does come on Saturday night against Ohio State. And can they play a perfect game and get some turnovers and get a win? But I was talking to, I was telling you, I was talking to a buddy of mine last night who runs one of the t- runs a ticket brokerage, and I was just was talking to him and I said, "Hey, by the way, what is the demand for the tickets? And you know, what's it? What are they going for?" He's like, "Oh, I haven't had a call. Yeah. Not one call out of the state of Wisconsin for a ticket." To go to the Big Ten title game, 85% of these tickets now are being sold for Ohio State, who is the number one team in the country, and they're going for a championship. How big was that loss to Illinois? Holy mackerel. It changed the season for all fans. Yeah. I mean, your your total outlook of this Badger season in that loss of Champagne changed. And it doesn't matter if they beat Ohio State, because I still think Ohio State's going to get into the college football playoff, mm-hmm. win or lose, with what right. happens on Saturday night. For the Badgers, they're You couldn't just, keep them out. No. No, their resume is good enough. They have the talent they on both sides of the everybody. ball. Yeah, I think that they're in no matter what. For the Badgers, you're playing for a second fiddle bowl game. And, and a New Year's Day bowl game is still a great accomplishment. But Badgers, we've got, Badgers in the Rose Bowl, win or lose? I think, I think win, they're in the Rose Bowl. I think so. Lose? Yeah. Who, lose who would go? Penn State? Maybe Minnesota. Really? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota has... One, two losses now. Yeah, yeah. yeah it would be. In the head-to-head, Wisconsin though w- would have beaten Minnesota, but yeah, yeah. I, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, maybe maybe the Rose Bowl that would make the most sense. But yeah, yeah it's it, it, we're spoiled now talking about the Badgers going to the Rose Bowl right? as, as being upset. But at some point, this program needs to get over that hump. Don't you feel that? And, uh, and they've I, been close. I, but they I just Badger fan. I get it because they want respect, but you don't get it until you win it. Yeah, you know, Clemson he still doesn't get it, and they've won it a couple of times in recent history. You know, uh, everybody's excited that Alabama's now twelfth and the Badgers are now eighth, and there's that that picture that people are memeing all over over Twitter and Facebook. But you got to win it to get that level of respect. And you can't tell me the Badgers would beat Alabama if they if they played tomorrow. I mean, they're still not at that level. I don't think so as a program. But I think I think Ohio State is a machine. Yeah, and everybody else is playing for second right now. I really do. I, I I think Clemson is very good. I just like everybody. I think I give them a little bit of fault because they play in the ACC, and the ACC is not very strong. Um, but but they've won on the national stage. Yeah, in recent years. no, you give them credit because when the biggest lights have shined, they they've won. So I I give them all the credit in the world. But Ohio State and what they did this season—they're just a machine. And the build-up to this game on Saturday night would be just incredible. Even if the Badgers lost at Ohio State like they did during the regular season, yeah. they were playing for something, potentially a spot in the college football playoff. That yeah. Illinois loss, even though that happened weeks and weeks ago, it really I, I think you're going to see a lot of Ohio State fans on Saturday night. Yeah. If you're a Badgers fan, why travel to this game? You win it. The only reason, if, if I'm a Badger fan, I'm going to a, quote, championship game. Uh, I'm going to see if they could miraculously David Slay Goliath uh, and if I can't travel to a New Year's Day game if I'm not going to LA or Pasadena or whatever for a, a game for a bowl game then 
maybe I say this is gonna this is a trip I want to make. Yeah, but they win it a few years ago, and you go to the Rose Bowl, and that's great. Right. But even if you win it this year, you're not going to the college football playoff. Right. Right. No, I, I so get it. The lore it. of the game yeah. has changed so much. Yeah, it's. Uh, you're right. I mean that. That Illinois game is going to be a tough pill to swallow. Give me your thoughts on everything else that's happened. We'll start with the Brewers. Brewers. We just had Marcus Handel on. Yeah. He's like a lot. He's like a lot of us, I think, in the in the business that are saying, let's just wait and see. Let's just see what happens. But you take everybody individually. You lose Moose. Yeah, it's tough, but you get it. You lose Yasmani. It's tough. You know, they trade. They get rid of Eric Thames. They don't bring him back, and then they start to have all these non-tenders. But you look at the hole, and you're like, man, a third of your roster is gone. Holy yeah. mackerel! That opening day roster is almost half wiped out. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty daunting thing to look up and down at names, but I'm going to kind of agree with Marcus on the sense of, I think David Stearns has earned the right for us to be patient. I think right. with the moves that he's made in his short time here in Milwaukee, you remember Christian Yelich, Lorenzo Kane, those were January moves. Right. That was right before Brewers on deck, those moves were made. I think there's enough big-name talent out there that Brewers fans should be just a little patient with this. Um, Every, none of the moves that were made were that surprising. Yasmani and Moose both earned money. and Yasmani was more surprising to me because I knew the, the years he wanted, but the catching spot is so hard to fortify. You can piecemeal a lot of stuff together, but a good catcher is tough to find. And we, we, we know. We've searched one for a long time. You get LaCroix. Then when you lose that bat, you go back to Pena. You're like, oh, my God. And then you got to get another catcher, and you were lucky enough to get Yasmani for a year. I thought they, I thought they'd keep him, and then when they didn't, I thought, well, Moose is staying. But then they didn't want to go four years on Moose. But Moose and and Grandal now just signed the the richest contracts in their team's history. Right. I mean, at, at the White Sox and and the Reds, the Brewers can't afford that. I mean, at some point, you have to be realistic about the market that you're in. And David Stearns and Mark Atanasio have always been tr- pretty forthcoming about the fact that we can only spend so much. And you also have to remember they're going to have to pay Christian here soon too. Do you think they do? Yeah. I, I think that they make of him an offer. I think he still goes to free agency, and I think he leaves. They, they couldn't afford to keep Prince around, and Prince was probably the biggest yeah. thing that you've seen. Well, I think it's the same although thing the Bucks are Prince facing. Was, all, although you were knowing Prince was breaking down. Yeah. I don't think to that extent, but we knew Prince was breaking down. Giannis the same way, but they're going to pay Giannis. It, within that structure, there's a salary cap there within that structure. Correct. You know what it is. You can afford Giannis, so to speak. But Yelich, I, I think if he has another MVP season, he will have outplayed Trout. He will have outplayed Harper, Machado. I think with the numbers he's putting up, when you look at it, he w- he could possibly be your first half-a-billion-dollar guy by the time his contract comes up. That's fair. He's still young enough. Yeah. And I don't know if the Brewers would even approach that. Yeah. And, and, and I think as a fan, you ha- it's fair for you to be cautious right now and to be – a little concerned about just the numbers and the structure, but I still think at this point we're talking early December. Yeah. And most of these moves won't happen until January, and there's definitely trades potentially still in the works. Right. I, I personally think that David Stearns has earned the right with the number of right moves that he's made as general manager to just wait and see how this one plays out. Let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're sitting here chatting with Stephen Watson from WISN 12 here in Milwaukee, talking some sports. We'll touch on some Packers, touch on some Bucks when we come back, broadcasting live down here at the Toy Drive at uh, Blaine's Farm and Fleet on Rosson Avenue in Oak Creek. Come on by and say hi, and please drop off a new unwrapped toy, or you can also bring a credit card or even some change out of your, out of your car. Whatever's rolling around, we'll take it. We'd be happy to, and it all benefits the kids over at Children's Wisconsin and Robin's Nest. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
Welcome back to the program. We are broadcasting live. We are at Blaine's Farm and Fleet on Rosson Avenue in Oak Creek, and uh, we're here for the toy drive. Come on by and say hello. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Cousin Subs. Cousin Subs has delivery at select locations. So right now at Cousin Subs, if you're within the sound of my voice, you want to pen them up, go to CousinSubs.com and maybe get yourself something good to eat and then see it because that location may deliver. You can get some delivery right to you. They'll bring it right to you. That's from our friends at Cousin Subs, the official sub sandwich of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Sitting in here talking with uh, Stephen Watson from Channel 12 here in Milwaukee. And uh, and we were talking a little bit about the, the Brewers a little bit earlier. We were talking also about the Badgers. But uh, this Packers team, uh, we started out today with the question of what is the identity of the Packers. If you had to describe the Packers, what would it be? Offensive identity or any You tell identity? me whatever the identity is. Because you had the exact same expression I had yesterday when they asked me. I went, I don't know. I don't think they know. Yeah. I, I think we're – Week 13, 14 of the season. We I don't do think this for a living, know. and we look at it and go, got, got me. I don't know. Uh, identity is they still have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I still am concerned about the offense. And, you know, I remember all of preseason, all of training camp, the question to Aaron was, what is this offense going to look like? And he said, there's going to be growing pains, and you just have to bear yeah. with us here. And there were early on. But we're, we're in the latter half of the season, and they're still – growing pains in certain spots Mm -hmm. and this is where the the scheduling has really worked in their favor because we're we're seeing a team that's playing the giants and the redskins and the bears but in the the latter part of their schedule and they can figure it out how good are they in the sense that they played seven of the top 10 defenses and for the most part have won yeah and they figured it out just see to me good teams find ways to win not find ways to lose this team last year would have figured out they'd have been you can even flip-flop the schedule, maybe. Yeah. They've been 3-9 and nine because they would have figured out how to lose. This team has found ways to win and not doing it in perfection. And I think, let, let's say their identity is the Aaron's, really, is what's been the difference for this team this year. I don't think anybody anticipated Aaron Jones taking the step that he has taken this year and the way that he has completely changed how the offense has looked. I feel good to say that I just kept saying, give this guy a chance. Because yeah. you can see it. You can see From where we sit, you can see the burst that he has. He's, he's got a quickness unlike anybody else on this team. And if you just gave him the opportunity, you knew he could do something. But his biggest thing was catch the ball out of the backfield. And I think maybe the biggest surprise is that he's staying healthy. Yeah. You have to remember, this guy is five foot eight, he dedicated 220 himself this year. pounds. Yeah. And he takes hits all game. I mean, he's running between the tackles. It's not like they split him out wide every single play. Right. He still is, is in the middle of that mess on every single play. And he's mm-hmm. coming out. And I think the compliment they have with Jamal Williams has really worked out well for both of them. Um, the wide receiver position and tight end situation is still a big concern for this offense. And, yeah. and I think Rodgers can mask most of it just with his pure talent. I mean, we saw some of the throws that he made against the Giants right. where he's coming to the ground and he's he's making throws to, to his tight ends and to Geronimo on that fourth down play. I mean, that's just where Aaron Rodgers is. Right. Aaron he's Rogers. still great. He's, there's no doubt about that. Um, but we also saw what this Packers offense looked like against the 49ers yeah. and how lost they still looked and how they abandoned things a lot quicker than I anticipated them to. Is I, that play calling or is that? Because the, the question always becomes, is that LaFleur or is that Rodgers? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's maybe more LaFleur than Rodgers. Okay. Um, I remember asking Aaron um, in the scrum last week after that San Francisco game, he talked about scripted plays. And uh, every single week right. they work on their first 20. And I asked him, how often do you get away from that 20? And he says, well, I mean, you can, the whole first drive can dictate. You can get through 20 plays in the first drive if you do it right. 
And against San Francisco, they said they only got through the first couple. And then after that, they looked lost. And that's where I'm talking about these right. growing pains. That, I agree. That they looked lost. And um, I, I think Devontae is finally finding his rhythm. We saw that in New York. He was able to find the end zone a couple of times. He's so key and vital to how this offense is going to operate. But I just still don't think there are enough playmakers that when push comes to shove on this Packers offense, they have the longevity to get that deep into the I think that they have – you're right, they don't have dynamic playmakers. I think they got guys that can do it. I think if you involve Jimmy Graham and Mercedes Lewis early, it's engaging, and and this team can flow, and they can get some, they can move the sticks, live the fight another day, continue to move the sticks. Jones out of the backfield. If you get a couple of different guys involved, but I, you're right. I think it does hinge on Devontae Adams both in a positive and negative way if you use him correctly. I think he can be incredibly dynamic. That's just my thought because I know early they forced the ball to him, and we we all saw that, but. Over the last couple of weeks, we've seen him get his yardage. Now he's getting into the end zone. He's being used in certain situations. Um, but I agree. I think if you get Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams involved and you're able to spread it around, move the sticks, and get more opportunities, I think you'll flow, and I think you have an opportunity to beat some good teams. I just don't know if defensively they can do it, so we'll see. Uh, music's playing, so we got to run. Man, thanks for coming down. I know your wife works at Children's Hospital, so tell yeah. her thanks so much for what she does. And thank you guys for putting this on. I mean, I, I deal with her every single day when yeah. she comes home from work and the impact those kids have on her and yeah. obviously the one that she has on them as well is right. so important and we should do everything to try and help these kids out catch him on channel 12 in milwaukee stephen watson from uh, wisn 12 time for us to uh, take a quick break we'll be back more of the bill michael show coming up right after this border to border the bill michaels sports talk network <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.